have some weird news as we get into the day today. A Mississippi woman arrested for child abuse after she took her baby to Walmart in freezing temperatures wearing nothing but a diaper. Cambria Gabrielle Darby was charged with child neglect after the January 17th incident. Video footage of her fully dressed while her baby was practically naked in the winter weather went viral on social media. Darby's great aunt insists that she is not a bad mother and that she does not use drugs. Sometimes kids can be difficult not wanting to put their clothes on, she said, or taking them off, and maybe she was in a rush to pick some things up. Marie Darby Pickens was in defense of her relative there, and she went on to say what she did showed poor judgment, certainly. In a recent, this is what really gets me about this story. In a recent Facebook post, Darby has compared her treatment in Walmart to the suffering of the Lord on the cross. <laughs> no, I'm sorry you don't get to play that card. Uh, <laughs> uh, being whipped and crowned with a crown of thorns. I, you know, I don't, I don't think that that happened to you at Walmart or any uh, treatment you got online afterwards. It just doesn't compare, please. Uh, veteran Christopher Stoltz admitted to faking use in a wheelchair, a fake using a wheelchair, which led to an increase in his monthly benefits. Listen to this story. It's, this kind of stuff drives me crazy because it casts a shadow on every veteran that actually really needs help. But this dude, Stoltz, he began uh, to claim in 2003 that he could no longer use his feet and he's collected $660,000 in benefits since then. 49 years old, pled guilty on Thursday, and is going to be sentenced on May 6th. Stultz was apparently seen on social media without a wheelchair. In 2021, Stultz used a wheelchair while inside a Boston VA medical center, but upon leaving the facility, stood and put the wheelchair in his vehicle. He then went uh, shopping at a mall on his own two feet right afterwards. Yeah, it, like I said, it throws bad light on the whole situation for veterans who really need the help. This is the problem with the systems, right? This guy, Stoltz, faces up to 18 months in prison. Oh, he probably should get at least that. Uh, a Mississippi woman is considering filing a lawsuit after she allegedly discovered a rodent's tooth inside a Snickers candy bar. Peyton Davis claims that she purchased the candy bar back in November from a family dollar store. And after biting into the candy, Davis said she felt something hard and spit it back into her hand. She then took the object to a dentist who said it was probably a rodent's tooth. Davis has hired an attorney to possibly file a lawsuit. Yeah, going after Snickers for a bunch of money, I suppose. Man, oh man, how do you, you, you say you're the manufacturer there? How do you, how do you prevent every little thing? But at the same time, there's got to be some uh, security, some uh, issues as far as how you're taking care of your product, right? <laughs> Maybe keeping the rat population down where we're making Snickers bars. What do you say about weird news? A New York City man is going viral for comparing memorable sports photographs to works of art. According to the New York Times, L.J. Rader, 
who lives in up, Upper East Side in New York, has 365,000 followers on X and Instagram. The NFL approached him about Jason Kelsey's shirtless beer-drinking antics and the frozen cold in the Kansas City Buffalo game. Yeah. Um, earlier this month, Raiders' choice was the 17th century, the Feast of Bacchus, a piece of a Dutch, a piece by Dutch painter Philips Cornick that depicts a Greek god of wine, shirtless and wine-induced. So he puts the two side by side, right? Oh, I see. The NFL's response was nailed it. <laughs> Raider grew up in uh, Cantonau, New York. Describes himself as a self-taught art enthusiast. So, so he comes back through time and says, "You know what he looked like? He looked like yeah. that uh, famous art piece. Looked like the Feast of Bacchus." <laughs> That's pretty funny. Florida man is a bad egg. Got himself thrown into jail for assaulting a convenience store clerk with a chocolate egg. This is unbelievable. So imagine yourself standing in the line here. Police say the 27-year-old John Mehas, he stopped into a, a Circle K store to pick up some things. He waited in line to pay. When it was his turn, he refused to let the clerk ring him up and for some reason insisted on paying the other clerk. No, I want that guy to wait on me. Yeah. He didn't say why, but when he then he inexplicably picked up a chocolate egg and threw it at the first clerk's forehead. It's unclear what <laughs> kind of chocolate egg he threw. Cadbury, Hershey's, we don't know. Right. But his actions could have been kinder, to say the least. After hitting the clerk with the egg, Mayhaus then jumped over the counter and continued to push and strike the victim's face. What? I freaked out over who was going to wait on him. Yeah, I guess so. There's got to be something more to this story. There's got to be some personal thing going on here, right? Seems like it. He was arrested for battery and booked into the county jail, so hopefully they'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Nut job. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're standing in line and this guy's just right in front of you or maybe you just, you know, checked out and then this whole fracas starts, do you jump in and try to save the clerk? Chucks an egg at the clerk. <laughs> or do you, or you just dial in 911 as quickly as you can. Yeah, yeah. The list is growing for people being robbed of their expensive coats in the wintertime in Washington, D.C. Police say a guy was beaten by three men Sunday afternoon. In the corner of 11th and Clifton in Columbia Heights in the nation's capital. The trio then removed the victim's black Canada goose jacket and oh, fled. Yeah. Uh, the coats retail for more than 1500 bucks, and have been the reason behind number of attacks and holdups in D.C. Wow. in recent months. Black People looking Canada for a good parka, Mackie. I guess so, yeah. And if you're uh, homeless living on the street... That's maybe the difference between uh, making it through winter and not, is having some sort of a good coat. But it seems like there's probably charitable organizations out there offering a coat. These sound like, well, three guys, so it's a bunch of punks running around, right? Yeah. They're heisting these coats from people who are targeting them because they're really nice ja or they're really nice coats. Like the expensive shoes that were being stolen a few years back. Well, a passenger on board an Aeromexico flight was arrested last week after he opened the emergency exit and walked out onto the wing while the plane was delayed on the tarmac. Oh, wow. And usually you would say, nut job, right? Mm -hmm. But listen to the rest of this story. 
Usually an incident like this involves a badly behaved drunk person. Wasn't the case this time. The flight going from Mexico City to Guatemala was delayed for several hours. Passengers forced to endure horrible conditions, including poor ventilation and no water. So it's pretty warm in probably Mexico City. Right. And they're stuck on this plane. Finally, one man got so fed up that he opened the emergency door and walked out onto the wing. As the man was taken into the police custody, passengers were circulating a letter through the cabin explaining that the emergency exit was opened out of desperation after leaving us locked in for almost four hours without ventilation and without water. It added the delay and lack of air created conditions that endangered the health of some of the passengers Quote, unquote, he saved our lives. Wow. Is what this letter says. The letter was signed by all 77 passengers on the plane to show support for the man who was led away by police. We'll have to wait and see if they uh, say, oh, well, maybe you're the guy in the white hat after all. Huh? Right. Seems like such a simple problem. Open the front doors where the people came into the plane. Yeah. Get some circulation going. Wow. Wow. What's in the weird news? An online question by a Sesame Street Muppet is shedding some light on the amount of stress that's going on in the country. On Monday, the ex-account for Elmo wrote, Just checking in. How's everybody doing? (laughs) Unexpectedly, the post got thousands of responses from followers who told Elmo they were depressed and anxious. Huh including from people who had just lost their jobs or who worried about the upcoming presidential election. Wow. A spokesman for Sesame Workshop told the New York Times, I don't think anyone anticipated how deeply this particular question would resonate. Elmo has 450,000 followers on X. That's pretty interesting. How's everybody everybody doing? Just willing to just open it up and uh, say, you know, I finally have somebody ask me. It's Elmo. It's he's, Elmo. He he's asked not me. threatening at all. No. You know, he's just asking it's how true. you're doing. Right. Police are searching for suspects who, uh, they say, used explosives to attempt to blow up an ATM outside a TD Canada Trust Bank. Two would-be robbers caught on camera walking away from a drive through ATM just after 5 a.m. on January 28th. After they walked by, there was an explosion near the ATM. Two men then turn around and head toward the explosion. The suspects left in a gray SUV. It does not appear that any money was taken from the machine. In other words, whatever they tried to blow the thing open with, yeah. it didn't work. Those right. things are pretty tough, so unless you really know what you're doing, you're probably not getting into one. These guys tried to blow the doors off of it, and it didn't work. Boy, those things are tough. We've had so many stories about people it's trying to break yeah. into those, and they can't yeah. do it. People taking, uh, lifting them with uh, tow trucks and taking them somewhere and whatever. These guys, they just figured they could blow it open, and they didn't work. The man who stole Dorothy's ruby slippers from a northern Minnesota museum won't spend any time behind bars. 76-year-old Terry John Martin pled guilty in October admitting he'd used a sledgehammer to steal the shoes worn by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. The 76-year-old Martin said he got rid of the slippers after he realized they weren't made out of real rubies. Thought he was stealing priceless jewels. He suffers from chronic COPD and is currently in hospice care. 
Martin was sentenced to time served on Monday, ordered to pay restitution to the museum. So we're not going to put the COPT patient in prison, I guess. Well, yeah. But it is quite a story. The guy thought he could sell those slippers uh, because he thought they were real rubies. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't. It's quite a deal. And then he abandoned the thought that he could get anything for them, even though, of course, they're worth three and a half million dollars. Right. They're worth money. <laughs> but you got to go stolen <laughs> stolen slippers from a museum. Yeah. Well, how do you advertise that? Right. Exactly. How are you going to fence that one? Um. This is a pretty interesting story we get this morning. Uh, North Carolina teacher Shelby Lattimore is teaching her third graders about finances by charging kids rent to sit at a desk. So the kids in school, they're learning about finances and how things work in this world. Her system includes fake money, which can be earned by cleaning up and helping her. Uh, Friday is payday for the students. And they can spend their hard-earned cash on rent, free time, or homework passes. Oh, boy. Yeah. The most expensive prize, of course, being teacher for a whole day. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to save up your money, you might be able to buy my seat for the day. A lot of uh, kids come from families that live check to check and are not in the best financial situation, so I don't think they're too young ever to learn how to handle money, said Lattimore in one of her TikTok videos. A bit of a financial whiz herself, Lattimore has earned six figures from monetizing her content online. So, good. She, yeah, good for her. She's done well with uh, figuring out how to market her her Teaching videos. Skills, yeah. yeah, and uh, the kids are learning a little bit about how to pay rent. It's kind of a cool deal. Pretty cool idea. We've talked about it many times about how the simple things need to be taught in school, and obviously she's doing it. A lot of kids would think, I'm taking the homework pass. Yeah. And And then they'd be standing up because they don't have a desk because they can't rent their desk. And the way that she's doing it feels like a game to the kids, right? Yeah. It's happening as far as the weird news this morning. You know, everybody's come home probably to the question, uh, what happened to you at work today, honey? What was going on at work? Yeah. Well, uh, these people at the racetrack store in St. Petersburg had quite a story. A Florida woman, of course, <laughs> St. Petersburg, yeah, is under arrest after allegedly threatening workers in a convenience store, or the racetrack store, with a vegetable peeler while naked and drunk. <laughs> Everybody stand back. Okay. Things are going pretty well for you then? Yeah, how's it going? The 35-year-old <laughs> also played with herself in front of oh, law enforcement man. officers uh, at the uh, racetrack store, according to... Documents obtained by the smoking gun. The woman also pushed over a Red Bull energy drink display, pushed it over or fell into it, one of the two, Yeah. and spilled a carton of cigarettes. One of the store workers told police uh, that the woman said she would kill him. Yeah, well, she's not... Uh, not in her right mind, not obviously. Not really thinking straight. Yeah. Got the vegetable peeler naked threatening the staff. Uh-huh. Great. How'd your day go? <laughs> Uh, after the incident, I'm thinking the employees are like, boss, you mind if I take the rest of the day off? I, I just need to yeah. be away from here for a while. Can we throw these vegetable peelers away? <laughs> uh, Frontier Airlines passenger faces up to 21 years in prison for allegedly threatening to kill passengers. Very similar story, actually. Threatened to kill passengers, pulling down her pants, 
squatting as though she's ready to go on the floor. Oh, boy. And 60-year-old Dolce Huertas. So she's 60 years old, and she pulls this. Right. You think you might learn a few things in life. Evidently not. Well, she was uh, not permitted to use the bathroom on a flight to Philadelphia because the plane was about to land. So they said, you can't go into the toilet right now. We're, we're going into landing procedures. Right. This reportedly prompted Huertes to say, sorry, everybody, dropped her drawers right there in the aisle. However, she did not actually pee, uh, pulled her pants back up. Huertas continued to yell, curse, and threaten to kill multiple passengers. And uh, in addition to prison time, now has to pay $355,000 in fines. That's good. I'm glad they got the number way up there for that deed. Yeah. Naked on an airplane, what do you do? (laughs) Stop by the convenience store, store number two. You know, could be the same gal. I have no idea. It's very possible. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. 60-year-old woman, another 60-year-old woman, has been hospitalized with severe injuries after being rescued from a garbage truck. Oh, boy. We get one of these about once a year. Yeah. Authorities say that the woman who was not identified was in the dumpster near an apartment complex in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah, probably pretty cold there this time of year. Uh, The truck picked it up, dumped the contents into the trash compactor. Manchester Fire Battalion Chief Bob Badeau told Manchester Inc. and Link that the compactor ran up to four times before a sanitation worker noticed the woman via the truck's camera system and called 911. The woman reportedly told firefighters she was tossing the trash in the dumpster when she fell inside and got stuck. Oh, my goodness. So 60, maybe not as strong as she used to be, trying to, you know, you kind of see it, the garbage, a little cockeyed, and then, whoop, hey. Next I, thing I you know, you. yeah, the the truck shows up before she can get help, basically. It's, it's unclear how long she was trapped in the dumpster. Man. Wow. Like she didn't get compacted to death. Right. Chipotle is hiring 19,000 workers in preparation for... Burrito season, Mackie. Yeah? I had no idea there was such a thing. Burrito season. Burrito season. Runs from March through May, it says here. Okay. According to Square Data, burrito sales increase 20% during that time. It seems like a happier mood might be linked to more burrito sales. As you get more sunlight in a particular day or week, people's negative emotions start to decrease They start to spend more money, according to Kyle Murray of the University of Alberta. And evidently, the mind turns to the burrito. Evidently, yeah. Why do burrito sales dip after May, then? That's a good question, being as it's all about sunlight and feeling good. Yeah. This could be because Chipotle locations near colleges do better during the academic year. Oh, sure. Makes sense. Kids heading home. So maybe the summertime, you know, they're down... Because it's not as handy for the students to go get a burrito. Either that or, you know, it's like, I've been eating burritos since March. I'm a little <laughs> sick of burritos. <laughs> That's maybe it. <laughs> what do you have in the weird news today? Butler County, Pennsylvania, a woman who stole more than $1.6 million from her employer who has been sentenced to prison. Yeah. 
Constance Stobert worked for a mechanical operations company for three decades, with investigators saying she stole the money between 2014 and 2018. Stobert reportedly wrote checks on the company's business account to cover her personal expenses and used uh, company credit cards to withdraw cash from casino ATMs, gambling like a lot of this happens, Pittsburgh and Vegas. She was sentenced yesterday to 51 months in prison. Kind of lost the gamble there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Time to pay the piper now, huh? Uh, a man from England arrested in Manchester Airport after he was caught with the kinder surprise chocolate eggs. I guess it was not a surprise to him, but he had the drugs inside of them, and they were stuffed up his bum. Oh, man. Goodness sakes. Get a few of these a year. <laughs> So the chocolate eggs, I suppose, are supposed to, uh, you know, stave off the sniffing dogs. Didn't work out. 25-year-old uh, Michael Whitty was trying to catch a flight to Dubai when drug-sniffing dogs caught a whiff of something, nudged their noses into his butt. Ah. And uh, border agents were immediately suspicious and detained him. The dogs continued to sniff away at his backside. Officers transported him to a hospital so they could perform a body scan. Witty refused the scan, so he was arrested and thrown in jail. Okay. Later, while he's in his cell, Witty had to use the toilet. I'm sure. An unlucky guard, who obviously drew the short straw that day, had to inspect the toilet, found uh, two kinder surprise eggs wrapped in plastic cling wrap and stuffed with cocaine. Oh, man. And ecstasy and uh, ketamine, it says here. He told authorities the drugs were for personal use. Ah. Mm, sure they were. Odd place to put them. But, investigators, but, <laughs> investigators yeah. didn't buy it and believed he intended to sell them. Yeah. Drug smuggler trying, yeah. To, trying to use a hiding place that only he would see. Right. Know about. Will you ever put like a little Hershey bar in your pocket? It melts away. Gets pretty soft by the middle mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. You would think yeah. those eggs would... Uh, Wrapped in the cellophane, how long are they really going to last? Soften up a little bit in Right. <laughs> French high wire artist Philippe Petit, who walked between the t Twin Towers in 1974, is doing another rope walk tonight in New York. Oh, really? Petit became famous for the heart-stopping wire walk when he was 24. I remember that. Walk between the Twin Towers. Incredible. Lunatic. Yeah. Now he's 74. He'll go airborne this evening at the Church of St. John of the Divine, navigating 1,100 floating ribbons. It's a special art installation made for the church. Petit says they asked if, and he, and he didn't hesitate for a second despite his age. He says he's never felt more secure on the wire, has no plans to retire at 74. Wow. That's incredible. I right. mean, you're talking about aging, and obviously he's been doing this his whole life, but at the same time, you're thinking, maybe when's retirement come? And maybe the day is going to choose him if he's not watching out for this. Right, yeah. Be uh, kind of a day to remember, hopefully on the good side. At right. The Church of St. John the Divine. Well, a Chinese woman is leaving her... $2.8 million, so pretty successful Chinese woman. Yeah. 
she's leaving it all to her pets when she dies, not her kids. Oh, boy. The woman known as Liu says that her children have neglected her, but the pets have always been there. A local vet clinic will act as the administrator of the inheritance, it says. Liu wanted the money to, to care for the pets after she passes away. Okay, that should last a while. It's not the first time animals have inherited a lot of money. Fashion designer Alexander McQueen left 150 grand versus three terriers. So, I guess, but $2.8 million is a lot of dough. Yeah. But, you know, a pet's life is only so long. I mean, maybe 20 years if you're, if that's, a, that's like an incredible age for a dog. Right. Got the uh, commercial what? on TV running where the, the cat gets the summer house at the right. end of the commercial. Right. That's, yeah. Uh, what was the name of the cat in that commercial? I keep thinking Mr. Pickles because yeah. that's been part of the show. That was but, Mooney's cat. Yeah. yeah. Then he would think, uh, then what's the cat thinks? What are you complaining about? you got a train set. <laughs> Probably could have made a swap yeah, there. That's pretty funny. <laughs>